Hi, and welcome to Popcorn Takes, a pop culture podcast featuring movies, media, books, etc. I'm Marsha. And I'm Mike. And today we are going to talk about Bodies, Bodies, Bodies 2022. Um, quick synopsis is a bunch of 20-ish year olds, with the exception of one guy who's older, uh, get together, they kind of party during a hurricane, and... Uh, and there's lots of alcohol and drugs. And uh, some people start getting murdered. That's the synopsis without going into detail. Yeah, right? Uh, bodies, bodies, bodies. A party game of murder mystery gone awry. Yeah, the game is the game that it's based off of is kind of like Werewolf. If yeah. you've ever played Werewolf, where one person's the killer and everybody else has kind of got to guess who it is before everybody gets killed off. Yeah, very similar. So I guess um, I'm curious. I, I know what my take is. I'll let you go first. This on one. popcorns. Yeah, how many popcorns? Um, I'm kind of torn. I guess a three or three and a half is where I'm gonna go for popcorns. Okay, that's a little higher than me. I went two and a, I was thinking two and a half. Oh, okay. Wow. All right. Yeah. Um, I I found right again supposedly a dark comedy. That I didn't really laugh at? I think I might have laughed more if I had... See, here's the issue with um, how we do this podcast is that I write all the notes. And so I am no longer able to like fully immerse into a film when I'm writing the notes. And I guess the solution for that would be to watch the movie first fully immerse and then watch it again a second time and write notes. But that's really uh, a lot more time commitment than I'm willing to make about watching a movie back to back. Um, or I guess I could write the notes from memory, but we did that one time and I did not enjoy that as much. Uh, so, um, I don't know. I, I, I think I might've laughed more had I been more immersed in the... I don't know. I, I, as somebody immersed, because that's how I like to view things, I, I didn't think it was funny. I, I, I thought it was pretty predictable throughout. Oh, well, see, I didn't... I mean, I didn't predict what was going to happen at the end. There was, like, only at the... B before we spoil everything. Um, uh, I just... I didn't predict it. Uh, so... I guess there's a huge right. So I guess if you split the difference, maybe a three. It's not. A, it's not a terrible movie, it, especially yeah. if you like the genre. It's probably pretty good. Um, don't necessarily think it's anything to to write home about. Um, so yeah. So I guess uh, we'll go ahead and get into the synopsis and spoiler alert ahead. So if you haven't seen it, this is where you want to stop. All right. So the movie opens with two girls kissing. Uh, one girl says, I love you to the other, and the first girl doesn't respond. The window won't, um, I'm not going to use their names. I know their names at this point in time, but this is a, a problem that I have with movies in general that I think I touched on, on, on the other Pete Davidson movie, uh, Pete Davidson's in this movie, on the other Pete Davidson movie where they didn't say the names. It's so frustrating because like not everybody's looking at IMDb while they're watching a movie. So if they don't know the names, you're just stuck there not knowing the names of the characters until they finally deign to say the name. <laughs> it's incredibly frustrating. So, 
you know, these girls are kissing, it would have been very easy for the girl that said, I love you, to have said, I love you, whatever your name is. And then we would have known at least one of the names, you know. That is how organically most of the time it happens. You specifically say the characters' names in the beginning of a movie a lot so that people know the names of the characters. Anyways, sorry. That is like my pet peeve here because my notes go on for a long time without having any names. So the window won't roll down all the way when they are driving to this party. Again, you don't know they're driving to a party because they don't talk about driving to a party. They're just talking vaguely about meeting people. Um, and th so the window won't roll all the way down. It gets stuck. They're going to this party at a mansion. One girl, the one girl who didn't say I love you is nervous. Uh, she goes back to the car to look in the mirror on the visor and she leaves the visor mirror open, which was... Again, kind of telegraphing that she's going to kill the car battery. And right, exactly. It was very yeah. silly. I almost wished that, she ha that they hadn't shown her leaving it open and just cut away. And then later when she gets to the car, it would have been a surprise that she accidentally left it open. Yeah, exactly. But anyways, um, so... There are three girls and two guys in the pool when they get up to the pool area. Lee Pace plays Greg. He's the older guy. Uh, Maria Baklova, sorry. She plays B, the blonde girl from the opening scene who doesn't say I love you. And Mahala Harold plays Jordan. Rachel Sinat plays Alice. Amandala Sternberg plays Sophie, and she's the girl from the opening scene that says, I love you. Pete Davidson plays David, and Chase Sui Wonders plays Emma. Now, we know pretty much right away that D David and Emma are together, mm -hmm. uh, which is funny because apparently that's his real-life girlfriend right now. Oh, very good. So... The last time, and they're talking, to, they're surprised to see Sophie, and one of the girls says the last time she saw Sophie, Sophie was extremely coked out on a train or something yeah. to that effect. Uh, Jordan is mad that Sophie didn't tell anyone that she was coming to the party, and David's, this is David's dad's house. B made zucchini bread for everybody, and they kind of are like, oh, how quaint. Yeah. You know, like, they don't, they're not mean to her about it, but it's obvious that they don't care that she made zucchini bread and they, they don't recognize it as like a. Yeah, they're there to party. Yeah. So, uh, it's a hurricane party. David leaves. Oh, so Greg comes out with David's father's sword and opens a bottle of champagne with the sword. And uh, it's very fancy. Everybody is, you know, yeah. except David. David gets real mad. Is like, don't touch my dad's stuff and, and all that. Very and, jealous. Yes. He does not like that Greg is getting attention or is good yeah. at stuff or whatever. Um, it's Lee Pace. He's very handsome. And he's also, he's not, uh, he's tall 
and he's thin but muscular thin not like skinny thin which is obviously Pete Davidson skinny thin you know anyways uh so so David then leaves the sword by the pool Sophie and Sophie tells everybody she's sober yeah. So, because they're handing out champagne and she's, she says, no, I'm sober. B decides to decline the champagne as well. Uh, but we see later that B is not also sober. She does drink later on. Uh, Jordan warns B to be careful. So, Jordan warns B to be careful of Sophie and also says that Sophie's parents' house is bigger than David's house. So, I don't see why that's important, but obviously, they're both very rich, and I, they, I guess she gets the impression that B is not rich. Yeah, I think, I think that's sort of the uh, thrust of it, to establish these folks as kind of spoiled rich kids. Right, and also, uh, B is, uh, has a heavy... Is it Russian accent? She's got we're middle yeah. middle not I, I middle. I would say Eastern, Eastern European. European yeah, yeah. So Sophie went to rehab. Sophie and David talk alone for a bit. Uh, apparently, they're best friends, or and um, they haven't seen or heard from Sophie in a in a while because she went to rehab, and um, they talk about Greg. And David talks about how old Greg is. And then Sophie's like, but he's hot. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, apparently we find out that some other guy, Max, was at the part, was partying with them last night. But he punched David. And then he left. And then David asks her why she's there. And she says she missed him. And then he says, that's a lie. No one ever misses me. <laughs> so... We get the impression that I guess Sophie has an estranged relationship with her parents and she might be hoping that David can help her get her relationship back with her parents. But it's extremely vague. You're having to use context clues and guess at what they mean. So, anyways, uh, B calls her mom. And then after that, she drinks and eats cake. And then after she's eaten, like, a, a good bit of cake, one of the other girls tells her, oh, by the way, there's weed in that cake. So, uh, she tells, they ask her, and she says that she's been with Sophie for six weeks. David is already coked out. Uh, Emma asks where Max is, and... Oh, Emma's sitting on David's lap, and then she asks where Max is, and then David pushes her off his lap because yeah. he's clearly frustrated. They he has a lot of jealousy issues with the other males in the group. Right, but we do learn later that the reason why he he's frustrated about the Max thing, the reason is because Max apparently professed his undying love for Emma, and so that's where that came from. And then he punched David, and then he left. So, uh, Emma asks, uh, wait, we are, I already said that. So, then they decide they're going to play bodies, bodies, bodies. 
one person is the murderer. They tag people to kill them. Yada, yada, yada. Uh, they start the round. Oh, David and Alice do some coke, more coke, before uh, the party, before the game starts. They start the round with slapping the person and then having a shot, which ev apparently every round, that's how they start. And I was like, okay. <laughs> it seems an odd game. Yeah. So B does a very light slap yeah, to David. Like a little tap. And everybody's telling her, you have to hit him harder. You have to hit him harder. And so David goes, yeah, like this, and punches Greg in the face. And then Greg is, you know, really irritated. Yeah, yeah. But he doesn't do anything but... It's pretty clear that if Greg wanted to, he could beat the crap out of David. <laughs> and, and so it's like a restraint thing. But also it's David's house and... He's being cool. David's the rich kid. So anyways. So they turn out all the lights. Then they're crawling around on the floor with phone lights and things like that. Greg is the first body. Greg plays dead very well. In fact... So well that I thought this was going to be our first real dead body. Uh, but it's not. He was just playing. Yeah. And uh, David is rude to Greg. And I don't remember what exactly he said. But he said something to, to Greg that was really rude. So Greg decides he's just going to go to bed. He's already dead in the game anyways. And right. uh, David's just been trying to, like, pick yeah, at him. Yeah, the, the whole, whole time. So... Uh, David and Emma argue in front of everyone, and he's a dick, so they vote him out. Yep. <laughs> they they claim that he's the one who killed Greg, just to get him out of the game, because he's being a dick. Yeah. So they do another slap round, and the lights go out, and they, well, they, they're in the middle of the slap round, and then the lights go out. Not that they turn the lights out. The lights just go out. And so they assume that David flipped the lights because he's mad that he got voted out. Which is a weird thing because it's a hurricane party. Right. Like, you like, wouldn't assume that maybe the lights are out because of the hurricane. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, it, it seemed odd to me. Like, your first assumption is that somebody killed everything when it's like... Well, now you're having a hurricane party, so I got to think at some point you're going to lose power. It made me wonder if they'd never been through a hurricane before, or I, I don't know. Okay, but I, I would think that's common knowledge that people I would think lose so too, power during a hurricane. Listen, I mean. so far they don't seem all that bright. <laughs> um, so uh, B is by herself in this like I guess it's a sunroom or a solarium, yeah, like our Florida room kind of thing. Yeah. So, and then David slams himself up against the window and he's bleeding everywhere. And so they all go outside to, to try to get to David and Emma and Sophie are both crying. None of their phones are working because of the storm. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they go to Sophie's car because they're all trying to leave now. They're ready. They're ready to go. And the battery is dead, like we said before. Yeah. Which, again... Would have been a better moment had we not known ahead of time that B left the visor open. Right. But anyways, they don't have another car because apparently Max drove the rest of them and then he left in his car. Which seems crazy to me that you have all these rich kids and they don't have a single other car. And that all, how many of them are there? 
six of them yeah. rode together in one vehicle. That just seems crazy to me, but whatever. Uh, so, so they don't have another vehicle. They they go back up to the house. They find the giant sword that, and it has blood on it. So they know now that's how uh, David died. Yep. They apparently did um, shrooms last night, and that's when Max admitted that he loved Emma. And uh, now they suspect Greg is the one who killed David. Alice is trying to stick up for him because that's her boyfriend, although they've only been together for like two weeks or something. Yeah, it seems, there's a lot of real love interest for people here that haven't really been together that long. No, no. So everybody's like, how well could you actually know him? And yeah. it just they're... Uh, they 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 immediately just assume that it's Greg, and Emma sneaks off, which was really weird. I felt like if you're afraid that somebody's in the house that might be a killer, why would you sneak off on your own? I don't know. Like I said, there was there. Oh, I forgot to mention when we were in the. No, that wasn't in this part. Never mind. Forget I said anything. So, anyways, uh, so Emma. Emma sneaks off on her own. Again, I think this is very dumb. Uh, so Alice is still trying to stick up for Greg, and then they realize that Emma is gone. So they go looking for her. And then they realize that Greg is not in in the bedroom that him and Alice were sharing. Yeah. And they're looking through his stuff, and they find that he has a kit in his suitcase with a large knife and survivor gear and a map. And so now they're incredibly suspicious. They think that because he has this survivor gear and a knife that he had planned this all along with a map. But it's not that crazy of an idea that you should have a survivor kit if you're going to a hurricane party. Yeah, like like he caught, it's a go, it's obviously a go bag for like if you have to survive. Like I just, yeah. Again, it was kind of one of those things I was like, is that that weird? Like, and at that point, you know, they're trying to throw, to to make it appear that he. Right. Killed. They're trying to make him look suspicious. But, but again, he doesn't look suspicious yeah, to me. Right. Exactly. Like, like I, you could see it coming a mile away. Well, they're going to turn on Greg. And obviously he didn't do it. I, it. To me, it was just very telescopic of the movie that they were, something was going to, they were going to turn on him and he obviously didn't do it. Right. Like, that's too straightforward to think that he had anything to do. It, it was actually at that point that I started to realize, you know what? I bet this whole thing is just nobody's actually trying to kill them. And Well, that's not what I got. I, I, I thought still, I thought somebody had to kill David, so there's something going on. But then I, you know, but I also did not believe that it was Greg. And I also knew that they were going to probably end up killing Greg, which we'll get to in a second. Yeah. So, um, uh, so we see that, uh, they find Emma hiding under the sheets in her own bed, or is it in Jordan's bed? She's hiding under the sheets in a bed and Greg is, uh, oh, and this is where we find B picks up a bra that's like this bright yellowy orangey kind of color yeah and uh she picks up a bra and jordan says what are you doing touching my stuff she's just 
Jordan's been weird to be this entire time. Yeah. Uh, so she's she just puts the bra down. She's like, oh, sorry. You know, just whatever. And so then they end up finding Greg lying down in a gym with a light therapy mask on. So, and he explains, you know, uh, I couldn't sleep in the bed. So I thought I'd come down here to the gym and put my, you know, some music on and the light therapy and, and like, I needed something a little bit stiffer for my back and yeah. that was, that's what's going on. So, uh, they automatically start basically, they're accusing him. One of them has a, his knife. And so now he's, he's freaking out because he, you know, yeah. he realizes that there's like five of them and there's only one of him. And while he may be stronger than each of them, the five of them pose a larger threat to him, right? So, uh, and one of them has his knife. He manages to get the knife off the girl. And now they're freaking out even more because they think now he's got a knife and he's going to kill them. And B ends up hitting him from behind with a kettlebell ball. And he goes down, but he's still alive. And then she yeah. hits him a second time and he's dead. So we find out that Greg is a vet, but not a veteran. An uh, actual vet. He's a veterinarian assistant. <laughs> and so B throws up on herself because she realizes that they've just killed, she's just killed somebody. Uh, they still, they still believe that he had something to do with David's death. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, she's, so Sophie tells her to go change her shirt and... Then Sophie does a line of, I'm going to assume Coke. Um, they yeah. didn't specify as she does a line of drugs. And then, so we know now that Sophie is no longer going to be sober. Then she says she's mad and, and somebody accuses her of being mad. And she says, yes, I'm mad because my best friend is dead. So David. And then she says that she, her, it's her and Emma going back and forth. And then she says that she wishes it had been Emma and not David. Yeah. And so Emma storms off, obviously. Uh, B changes and she cleans herself up. And then Emma tries to kiss Sophie. Because Sophie comes up and apologizes for saying something so harsh. And then Emma tries to kiss Sophie. And it's very weird because it's like, what? Yeah. Ugh. It's kind of, huh? And Sophie's like, God, you think every everyone's in love with you. And and But they kind of are. <laughs> well, Sophie's not in love with her. In a way. Yeah. Sophie is so it's just weird. Anyways. And not everyone is. It's just David and Max. Yeah. Anyways. So Sophie pushes her off and then also gives her some drugs. At the same time that she found hidden in a board game, she she had been looking, she had been rummaging through these board games, and she knew exactly where it was. So either she knew where David stashed some of his drugs, or she had stashed some there before the last time she was there. Yeah. Regardless, she founds she finds the drugs in the board game, and then she gives them to Emma. We have no idea what kind of drugs it is. Uh, my assumption is that it's not an upper; it's some kind of downer, barbiturate, or whatever have you um because i don't know that's just my assumption is that you don't i don't know 
that's just where my mind went. Mm. Um, so, uh, not long after that, Alice slips and cause they're all still now, now they're all running around in the dark, freaked out because they're on drugs and David's dead and Greg's dead. And so they're just running around. Alice slips and lands on Emma's dead body. And then everybody's freaking out and all that. Right. And it's clear from the blood pattern that Emma fell down the stairs. Yeah. There's blood all over the stairs at the bottom like, of the stairs. Yeah. But it's it's not clear if she was injured before she fell or if, if she... Somebody pushed her. Yeah. It's, it's very... Uh, um, vague. It's vague. purposely vague, though. Yes, yes. So, now all four of the girls are sitting back to back. And Alice decides that there's got to be a pattern. That the pattern is, is it, the, the, the murders are following how the game went. And Jordan immediately says, you're coked out. That's not true. They haven't followed any pattern. They, it, She says... you. In the game, Greg died first, and then David was kicked out. So, like, that's not... Yeah. Th this is not a pattern. And now they're all starting to turn on B. Because they're starting to put things into Sophie's head. You haven't known her very long. She's from, a, you know, she's from somewhere. She's, she's using you. She's... You know, all this stuff. And Allison... Or Alice and Jordan push B outside and Sophie just watches. So B goes to Sophie's car. She eats some Cheetos. She changes some clothes, which is her second wardrobe change yeah. now. <laughs> and she finds, B also finds Jordan's matching underwear in Sophie's car. Right. Uh, we know it's, the same, uh, it's the same, that bright yellow, orange color. Yeah. It's not a, it's not a typical underwear color or, you know, anyways. So, B sneaks back into the house through the doggy door, which I did not understand. You know those girls are crazy and you know that you didn't do anything I would have just stayed, and now, granted, I guess you have to be a little bit concerned with um, the car not being as safe to be in during a hurricane. Well, not just that, but she saw Jordan holding the gun through she, the window. But she only sees that because she goes back to the house. Yeah. I'm saying I probably would have just stayed in the car the whole time. Yeah, but especially once you see her through the window with the gun, why keep, why keep going back in? Right. Exactly. Well, I guess she's trying to protect Sophie at this point in time, which is like, Sophie, watch them push you out of the, the house. Like, I'm and not you, yeah. sure where... You, and you've only been together for, for six weeks. Yeah. Like, I'm not sure where this loyalty is coming from. And especially and after you, you found, found the underwear in the car. So it's like, you know that she's been messing around with somebody else. <laughs> it, like, none of it makes sense yeah, to me. Yeah, no. There was a lot... Again, just, just kind of a weird... And I, like I said, the being in the car during a hurricane would be more dangerous than being in a house, but not if that house has people that want you dead. Yeah. So I, I think I would have just taken my chances and stayed in the Hunker car. Down in the back of the car. Yeah. Especially because apparently there's snacks in the car. <laughs> I mean, like, I just did not understand this logic whatsoever. 
So, uh, so B sneaks in back in through the doggy door. She has seen Jordan with the gun through the window. Mm -hmm. And after B see, uh, Jordan empties her. Oh, so when she comes in, they're freaking out again and they're yelling at her. She says, Jordan has a gun. And then Jordan empties her pockets and there is no gun. But there is the X from the game making her the game's killer. So now Alice is freaking out thinking that her theory all along was right. And that that the killer in the game is the real killer in real life. Yeah. And... Uh, we see Jordan grab the gun from the sofa cushions. So she did have the gun the whole time. She just had hidden it in the sofa cushions. Yeah. And now Jordan admits to narking uh, on Sophie so that she would get cut off from her parents and shipped to rehab. Yeah. I don't know the motivation there other than... Was she really concerned for her for her friend, or was there some other motivation? They don't really delve into that. They they they're going through this thing where they're all basically spilling all the hate that they have for each other within their own little group. Yeah. And Jordan also tells B that she had sex with Sophie in her car before they came up to the house. So very recently. And that she only hate listens to Alice's podcast. Yes. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, that's Sophie tells Alice that Jordan only hate listens to the podcast and that she, that she cannot stand it. And it, it becomes really, this part did, was funny to me because every time Alice even mentioned her podcast, Jordan couldn't help but roll her eyes and get it. So it became real obvious that Sophie was telling the truth and that, you know, so they're, they're spilling all their friendship secrets and they're going back and forth and they're, um, uh, they're, they're apparently Jordan is the only one in the group that came from a poorer background. And so she, she's always felt kind of like an outsider. I'm not really sure how she got into the group. If she was poor, maybe they all went to school together and she was like a scholarship kid or something. I'm not really sure. They don't really go into all that. But Alice, Jordan's holding a gun the entire time, okay? Yeah. Alice starts mouthing off to Jordan and just starts just tearing into her. And Jordan shoots Alice in the leg. <laughs> and then they, uh, and then she denies that she did it. Yeah. <laughs> that part was kind of funny to me because she, I think she was so shocked with herself that she did it. Um, and then she just, just outright just denied that she did it, even though she's helping me. Anyways, so then they end up wrestling for the gun, and all of them are wrestling for the gun. And uh, Alice ends up dead, because the gun goes off, and uh, Alice has been shot in the head. Or under the chin, something. She's been, she's dead. So they all pause for a moment and then Jordan grabs for the gun again and Sophie keeps walking towards Jordan even though Jordan has the gun. Yeah. And then B jumps out at Jordan which I had no I, like at this point in time I was writing notes trying to keep up 
So I'm not really sure how B got the angle on Jordan. If Sophie was, if they were, the two of them are going up the stairs. So Sophie's walking towards Jordan the entire time Jordan's holding the gun. Jordan's walking backwards up the stairs. So B did not come up the stairs with them. So my guess is, is that she had to have gone up another staircase the back way. And that's how she gets the jump on Jordan. I'm not sure. But they end up wrestling for the gun upstairs on the landing. And then B throws Jordan off the landing. Yeah. And Jordan continues to fire the gun even though she's clearly very injured on the ground. Uh, my confusion here was that now the gun has gone off several times. I wasn't sure that that gun could have held that many bullets, but what do I know? I'm not a gun expert. So, <laughs> so um, B and Sophie, uh, because Jordan is still firing the gun, B and Sophie hide in a sauna. Because they're, they're not sure at this point in time if Jordan is still able, if she's just injured and can get up and move around. Or what the well, and the big thing with Jordan though is death that she's telling she's telling B to check her check, check her phone check her phone yeah. to prove that she was cheating. On the, her. Yeah, because at some point in time Jordan tells her that they've been texting yeah. and all this stuff, and yeah. so so B and Sophie hide in the sauna, and then B asks Sophie to be honest about Jordan. Yeah, and Sophie lies to her. And so B is afraid that Sophie killed Deva, David and Emma. Obviously, she knows he, he, that Sophie didn't kill Greg because she killed Greg. Right. And they know that she didn't kill Jordan or Alice because she was there for both of those. But she's worried that, that she did kill David and she killed Emma. So B runs and Sophie chases her. Uh, and apparently, this is happening for the rest of the evening that they are... Dodging each other, trying to find... B's dodging Sophie, and Sophie's trying to find B in this mansion for the rest of the evening. And uh, the, as dawn is breaking, B finds Jordan where they left her, dead, mm -hmm. on the mess that where she fell from the balcony. Or landing. Yeah. Then Sophie comes up behind her with the gun, and... B gives her a hug, and then B manages to grab the gun. And then B asks Sophie for the phone. At gunpoint. At gunpoint, yeah. <laughs> and then they end up wrestling for the phone in the pool, and then they get the phone out of the pool, and it works, and then they realize it's not Sophie's phone, it's David's phone. And for some reason... They still feel the need to go and open David's phone, even though that's not what Jordan said. She said to check Sophie's phone. So I'm not really sure where this is coming from. But so B goes over and uses David's dead body to open his phone. Uh, and it is a video of David yeah, he's trying like making like a TikTok to trying to open the bottle of champagne just like Greg did. Yeah. And he accidentally cut his own throat. Exactly. And at the same time that they're watching this video, Max walks up, sees David's dead body, and then asks, what happened? 
and, and be that's my phone where it has reception, right? Because her nobody's phone had reception at all in, at any point until then. And that's kind of how it ends. That's how it ends. So, yep. So the reveal after I saw I saw the TikTok and saw how it was starting, it was obvious. I was like, oh, he did it to himself. Okay. I mean, I had felt like most of it was paranoia at after Greg was dead. I had felt like most of that. I mean, it was pretty obvious. And I did think that Sophie specifically gave those drugs to Emma because I thought that it were drugs that... Why I said I thought that it was that it was not uppers, that it was a downer, is because I thought that she was literally trying to give Emma a drug that would make her incapacitated. And that way she could kill her more easily. I thought at some point in time that Sophie might have something to do with at least somebody's death. Yeah, I kind of figured, you know, that David's death was going to... I, I thought either it was faked or or it was a joke or, you know, I figured it wasn't like what they thought and it was just going to be paranoia. So, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, a lot of inconsistent plot points. I just, right, know. that whole last part made zero sense yeah. to me because if you were trying to open up Sophie's phone because that's what Jordan said is to check Sophie's phone, why would you care about checking David's phone? Yeah, I don't know. No, I, to me, the best part... And, of, like, is that TikTok saved in the draft? Did he... Man, I mean, like, because this is the... Did, did he manage to post it before... Before the cell... They lost service? Like, all of these questions are in my head. And, like, how would you find his drafts of his TikToks? Just... Why would you think to go and open the TikTok app and, and look at that? You know, like... Because I'm not sure... I assumed it was just a video on his phone that he was trying to do. Okay, but it wouldn't be... If you open somebody's phone that's been... Like, is it going to be the first thing that pops up? I don't know. Yeah, nah. I mean, it's... It just... Yeah. That part of it, to me, was like... It didn't make any sense. It didn't make sense why they would care about opening David's phone and why that video would be the first video... The first thing to pop up. Just none of it made sense to me on that aspect of it. Yeah. No, a lot about the movie didn't make sense to me. And a lot of it I thought was very telegraphed. To, like, and again, if it was going to be a dark comedy, I thought it could have been funnier to be a comedy. Like, uh, you know. I mean, the, to me, the funniest part was Pete Davidson's rant about uh, gaslighting and how it only proves you read the internet. You know, that was <laughs> that the only... Was funny. That was the... You know, that, that his little minute monologue was really what I that was about the only thing I thought was funny I thought it was a little funny when they were spilling their friendship secrets that they like really didn't like each other and and all that I I, thought that was kind of funny too yeah but other than that I I agree I didn't I don't get the 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 comedy of it so I you know like I said if you're into a horror slasher flick it's it's not even really that you know I well, I can say that it was, at least it wasn't a remake. It was something new and different. I, like, to, that's the parts of it that I Was it, like. though? I mean, it seemed to follow a lot of the traditional yeah, but horror movie stuff. Horror movies have been done so much that I think that you can't, can't help but have some of the same elements. But... I'm talking about like the aspect of him killing himself and that's what kickstarted this whole thing and paranoia and stuff like that. That's what I thought was an interesting take on 
the horror movie. I suppose. I wish it had been just slightly... I wish it had been a, a little bit funnier, and I wish the the way that they figured it out had made a little bit more sense. There there are parts of it that I just wish had been like cleaned up a little bit, mm-hmm. and I think it could have been really good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It seemed to follow all the same tropes to At me. At least it's not another Friday the 13th, Halloween well, Part 20, you know, like that kind of thing. I think I'd have much rather enjoyed it than <laughs> Whatever. So, anyways, that's why I gave it the marks that I did, is because I... No, you I, gave it the marks you did because it had Pete Davidson in it. You were so crazy. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. It was all Talk right. about jealous. Yeah, I'm going to channel my inner David in the movie. Um, no, I don't even like Pete Davidson like that. Gotcha. Interesting, interesting. Well... Yeah, so, I don't know. That's it. I, I guess for this one, I, like I said, it was okay. It's, I don't, average for me. Okay, well, that's why I also gave it a three or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, could have been, could have been better, I thought. So. Well, yeah. You have any questions? No. Normally, no, we'll, you normally have questions at the yeah, end. Yeah, we'll, we'll end the podcast like the movie, just sort of phase out with questions in there and just sort of end it because again they didn't even really wrap up the movie it was just sort of like well I mean obviously both of those girls are going to jail maybe I don't know what do you mean maybe I mean I guess maybe Sophie's rich parents can find a way to get her out of it but B doesn't have rich parents to get her out of it and they legit murder I mean like B legit murdered Greg and they as a group legit murdered Alice and Jordan uh, Emma, th- from Sophie, and I don't even know if so- Sophie's a reliable narrator, but Sophie says that she did give Emma the drugs, but she never pushed her down the stairs. Emma apparently just fell down the stairs, which seems like a lot of blood for somebody who just fell down the stairs, but whatever. But, I mean, the reality is they can make up any story they want because there's no witnesses. As long as they stick to their story, what proof do people really have? I mean, that's true. So, you could say Jordan went crazy and she had the gun. So, I don't know. Except, B's fingerprints are all over the kettlebell that killed Greg. Yeah, you could wipe that down, though. But they'd have to be in the right mind to be able to remember to wipe down stuff. Yeah, who knows? Like I said, it was kind of all over the place, so. They seem pretty devious as a crowd. At least I thought it came across as they could, I mean. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, so wipe your fingerprints down and just say you don't know what happened. To me, they, I don't even know if they seemed devious as a crowd. They seemed dumb. Yeah. No, but also that drug-fueled paranoia. Yeah. I, yeah, I guess. I don't know. So, yeah. Maybe. But they got to come up with a story and quick because Max is now there. That makes sense and also stick to it. Yeah. And just and wipe down the handles. That are just off max. <laughs> and then nobody knows, right? Because nobody even thought she was going to be there, so. Except her car's dead. Yeah. And yeah. there's no, well, now Max's car's there, so as long as somebody has jumper cables, they could jump their car off and leave. Yeah. So, I don't know, like I said. So, leaves it to the imagination. I guess. 
All right. Well, uh, since you have no questions, I guess uh, that is it for us today. Uh, we encourage you to go make some popcorn. <laughs>